I just had just the most amazing conversation with Rabbi Kalish, who obviously most people in the world know, uh, runs Waterbury High School, which is one of the most innovative, incredible high school for teens um, in the Jewish community. And we talked about everything, vulnerability and longevity in the field, ideas, philosophy on how to how to do this work, challenging questions. I mean, it went on and on. As conversations go, this one blew my mind. I hope you enjoyed it as much as I did. Hello and welcome to the Brainstorm Podcast. And now, your host, Sonny Perlman. So excited you're here, and you're on the top of the list of my favorite conversations I want to have. So hopefully, no pressure. <laughs> so thank you so much for coming, Rabbi Kalish. This is really, really, really exciting for me. So thank you for coming. Thank you for having me, Sonny. I'm excited to be here and excited to talk together. We have. I'm excited to meet you and just ask you questions as well. So I'm looking forward. Okay, I'm a little nervous about that. But the <laughs> no, um, there's so many things in our work. First of all, it's like almost always I'm being compared to Waterbury, meaning like in my approach all the time. Um, so I'm, it's a, I don't think it's a day I don't hear your name and like we're, we're in the same thing. I'm going to jump in and ask a question that I've gotten about myself, but I've heard a lot about Waterbury. And that question is, um, and you have a right to not answer it if you want to, but I'm saying the question is really, you're allowing these kids to do whatever they want and they're doing nothing and you're just enabling all of this all of this unhealthy behavior and you're I'm giving it as much as I can from obviously it's a little bit um you know for me it's playing devil's advocate but the you're allowing these kids to do whatever they want and they're going to get worse and the other kids that are better are going to get worse because of those kids and there's a lot of questions in here but how, and I want to hear like maybe the depth behind it. Like, how do you answer? What exactly are you doing with these with these guys, and and how are you allowing this to happen? So different from what's going on. How about that? We jump right in. <laughs> we let's get right to it. Right to it. I love that. I love the question. Is the question is awesome? And when you say like you're asking this question, we've both been attacked with this question and like there's so much energy energy to the question i would call us both the great enablers yes and many would say that about me many would say that about you we're like enablers and that's like and all different camps would say that to us with all different implications you're an enabler you're just you're letting my kid do you're allowing that and you're sitting by idly so the question is like very charged and I think I, the question is like a, the answer needs a good answer. The answer is the importance of the question first is not what we tell others. What do we tell ourselves? What's the truth here? How we explain it, we'll see in this podcast, maybe you and I together. Right. You're asking Stam. And I want to say first, Sani, that and I, I'm curious to your experiences. When I was younger, attacks by anybody and well-meaning people and good questions like you're enabling. So I was very insecure about it and I'd like freeze up at like all different. And today I could honestly say I like a good attack, part of me. 
part of me <laughs> likes a good attack because I want to, I want to dig in here and say, Daniel, like, are you doing what's right? So I want to first say, like, an attack could be a very good thing. It's hard. We're both not, we're doing it more than a year or two, both of us. Right. It's been many years. <laughs> and and when, we're, when, when somebody, like, gives an attack and somebody's gutsy, at this point, it used to be we're both easy prey. I don't think we're easy prey. We've both been doing this a long time. But for Siata, the Shmaya, a lot of success. Right. So now when a person attacks, and there are definitely still questions and wonders, but it's actually, thank you. Like It, it lets us like ask ourselves, are we doing what's right? And make right. corrections and fix things up. That's the first thing I want to say that the attack, the, you're, Sana, you're enabling. You're enabling. This. It used to hurt a lot more. Right. Isn't that true? Now it's like, oh, I wonder how I'm going to answer this. Let's, <laughs> right. let's see where it goes. Right, right. So all of my force, the attack itself allows us and forces us to rethink and sometimes adjust. We can, maybe it's because I'm wrong. Maybe, oh my gosh, I didn't think of that. Get the guy to do. So the attack right. has, has taken out. I'm saying the, I'm saying the pretty side of things because attacks can hurt. Mm. We're human. We could be insulted. Even today and and the more we feel, I think you're ahead of me in feeling, but attacks could hurt. <laughs> well, let, let me, let me, I will tell you, interestingly, on like the saying, I restarted on having a hard time with the attacks. Let me explain. I run our place for, for forever, right? And I've seen the success and I've seen the beauty and I've seen what happened out of it. Easy schmeasy, I can answer any of these attacks. And, I, and I, it's interesting to me when people. But when I started our village, which is the addiction, whoa, these kids are dying. People are dying. Like, you got to be really careful now. And in my head, I knew building this, but it was, it was all in theory. But this is, you know, eight years ago. I'm like, why don't, why aren't we doing the same exact thing with the toughest population in the world that is in danger of dying? Let's try the same thing. And I get a lot of pushback. Whoa, okay, but now it's a crisis. Now you better be careful. So I'm a little bit back in the early days again. Like, I'm happy that we've had so many people come through this program and I can say, hey, well, it, the numbers are incredible. But I'd be a lot happier if it was 20 years of numbers. You know what I mean? Like, let me, so I'm a little bit, so interesting. I, you know, when you bring it up like that, I'm a tiny bit in the insecure stage, a tiny bit. I try not to act out on it, but. Yeah. Yeah, of course. I don't want to like make it like now I'm secure at all. Right, I'm right. actually learning to feel more and to be in touch with feelings. So attacks hurt now. Not, I don't want to say, oh, it used to, attacks right. hurt now. But I, I want to say that there's also a place in me that I could access that like really tries to take the attack and say, is he right? Is there a point? Is there something we should be doing better? So attacks have a good place, have an interesting place. It causes dialogue. It causes thoughts. It causes response. So I, I wanted to say that first. Um, probably the most sophisticated attack in some ways, on what things I'm involved in, things you're involved in, are we enabling? Are we right. letting go? Are we now changing? It's something I want to say also on this question of the enabler that it's something I think about. The ramifications of things we're doing, people around us could smile. A kid could say thank you. His mom could appreciate. There's impact in 
10 years, 30 years, 100 years. And we have to ask what we're doing. You're, you're doing stuff in this community. I, I've watched, I've been around you today for a lot of hours, and you're doing real stuff. There are ramifications that are 100 years. There's a, in all different types of ramifications, when we understand, when we connect, when we encourage. You take us, you encourage that kid. So you're not making a macha. Everybody else made a macha. I saw kids today that the world has protested against, and you, Sani, are, are validating, encouraging. You shouldn't be validating that type of behavior. Do you know what the ramifications <laughs> are? That's true. So I want to say that we've thought about the. I I I think about these things. Not just I think about these things. I talk with people I trust, and I'm sure you do as well. Yeah. So it's an important point that the attacks before we even address the enabler attack, that attacks have a good place. I, maybe we should even stop calling it attacks. Maybe that's the old me, right. questions and conversation and dialogue and different ways of seeing it. I would say to both of our systems, there are a lot of other ways of seeing it. It's interesting. We, we cleared if there should be a crowd here now in person. Right. Guys would be a little upset. Some, some people we're both close to that you're like validating the other side. Come tougher. I feel Get strongly tough. the things we're doing. Right. But I don't want to just shut out the other voice. I don't want to do that. The quote-unquote attack. I want it to be possible. There is other ways of seeing things, and I want to try to, like, respond to it. Right. I, I thought that was important to, like, say before we speak it out. Is that is that fair? Yes. But while you, yeah, 100%, I, one of the things, and while you're talking, I'm like, what is the most legitimate attack I don't want to use the word attacks, but the questioning of myself, the most legitimate questioning of myself is that I've seen other methods work. That's the one that gets me really tough. Like sometimes, like if I hear attack from a guy on the street, he says, ah, oh, I don't like what you're doing. Gvaldik, what do you know exactly? I don't know. It was your experience. But if somebody, I've seen people who have had methods that were mamish opposed to ours, uh, especially in the addiction world. Recovery world, you have people in recovery, and people are sober. They are sober, connecting to God, and they didn't go through our village. You know what I'm saying? So, and I'm doing this revolutionary approach. How did that work? Is kind of the bigger attack to me than to explain what I do. I was like, oh, so this I'll explain, and hopefully you could explain how I how enabling helps and all that stuff. Um, but that one is actually, and I'm not saying I haven't thought of it a lot, but that's the one that tiggles on me like the most, like. Maybe we could just switch it to the other method, but uh, tweak it a little, and you know everybody will be happy. Kind of like that was. That's when I see other people work. I'm like, mm, I don't, I don't get it. I don't get it. I have an answer in the back of my my answer in the back of the head. I will say my answer is that you accidentally bumped into loving them. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I don't know. It's like I love the question. Oops. I love the question. Maybe the answer. I right, love I the saying, that's how I like make myself feel better. I'm like, you know, you 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 know, because the guys, like, oh, this rehab worked. I'm like, how do you know what's a good rehab? What's a bad rehab? We're gonna get back to the question. How do you know what's a good rehab? What's a bad rehab? The answer is always that place cared about me. 
It's not they have better therapists. When you break it down, okay, what do they do? Well, it was good schedules. What else? Well, this person really cared about me. This person really, with all their methods and everything, there were three people that cared about that person. So I, I have a way to, 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 to say that they're all doing our method. You know what I'm saying? That's, that's how I answer it. I don't know, I'm not supposed to answer. I'm asking you the question. <laughs> Sorry. You tricked so let's, me. Let's, 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 let's sink our teeth into this, into mm-hmm. this question. Fellow enabler, let's sink our teeth into the real question. Kalish, how, pray tell, do you look yourself in the mirror? How do you wake up in the morning? You're enabling so much and so many people to do so much. You're smiling and you're encouraging. Sani Perma, what are you doing? How do you allow this? So, so I, to sink our teeth, I want to say over a little my story. My own story, I, I, I started teaching Baruch Hashem about 24 years ago. 24 years ago, I've been involved in running a high school for 15 years. And my plan, let's say, fifth, let's talk more than 15 years of running a high school. I thought that I'll accept guys, some of whom are broken, some of whom, there's a mixed crowd in the high school, some of whom I thought were broken. And I'm going to take these broken kids and I'm going to, kids doing drugs. I'm like I'm gonna convince him, like what are you doing? And just like <laughs> right. open his eyes. This he's doing drugs. This guy. This guy's doing this. And I'm gonna like open his eyes to how stupid he's being. That was my plan. I thought I'll be very encouraging. I'll be po- with positivity, with love, you know, whatever method. But I'll get this guy. He's like, what's he doing? That was the plan. Being honest along the way, and this is years in the making. I started meeting people who were grappling with real things, things I didn't understand at all. My own wasn't like, I'm, I have the answers and he does. No, 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 no. He's processing things. I don't even know how to process. I started even realizing my own story. I wasn't processing things inside and people are reaching in and figuring stuff out. In listening to people and hearing amazing people dig into their own stories. It was no longer the fixed guy healing the broken. It was discovering my own breaks, Mm. my own humanness. And all of a sudden, guys sharing their heroic journeys. And it wasn't just, so all of a sudden it's hearing and processing. Now, when you join that journey, in the journey that I thought I was going to go into, I can get guys to look very from very fast and the world would love it. It would be like the school system. Right. Kid, I would make Ritzifus programs, and you'd see a stark guy. Parents would be like, whoa, Kalish. Fake it till you make it is cool. Right. I could quote it in Svarim. Chitzainis meros apnimias, Messias Asharim. I could quote the Chenach who says, Adam Nifal Kfipulaisav. I know the system, Chazal, of fake it till you make it. And they're, they're a tool that's one tool of many tools, but honesty and uncovering and discovering who we are and working through stories and things we need to figure out, that's what I've discovered. That process doesn't look pretty. It could get ugly. You could see, I'll I'll tell you a story, Sani. A kid came to yeshiva, big yarmulke, and he was a from-looking kid, and he graduated without a yarmulke. And he graduated flowing hair. 
and he has a relative who's a rabbinic figure, and he, when he would see me at Chasnas, he would say about his cousin, he'd say, my cousin like this. Right, And like attacking me. That was the attack, enabler. And he would always say at weddings, my, at weddings, <laughs> I'd wait to meet him, my cousin. Unbeknownst to him, his cousin went through severe trauma, the, the severest wherever right. our imaginations can go, severe trauma. I couldn't share with the cousin. If he didn't want to share it, I wasn't sharing it. When he graduated, it was a nace. He was alive, and he was a lot healthier and firmer and closer to God than when he came, but it didn't look pretty. Right. So when people say enabler, if you don't look at the world within, so we're enablers. In the external world, you see what he's... This kid didn't have a yarmulke, that long hair. We're enablers. In the world within, the amount of construction that went on... We would not, I actually say the system, I want to attack back is the great enabler. It's the enabler of inner destruction and it enables it. As long as you look from, I don't care how destroyed. By the way, that enabling destroys a wife, destroys future generations. You're saying that like if, if the, the society is telling you to enable people not to heal. Yes. That's yes. what you're saying. Oh. And not to work on your inside. I don't think you and I are enablers. I actually think in the external enabling that he looks like that, that you're just loving, you're actually helping a person like dig in here and learn to accept places and find places. The loving itself and appreciating allows a person to like dig in and I'm okay and I'm safe. I don't have to like impress you with external things. That That's enabling a lot. You take a kid and he has tremendous difficulties inside, but he looks the way you want him to look and now you're okay. You've just enabled crazy stuff. Wow. So I think... I had a I had a guy I just <laughs> had a guy, and he he was dressed black and white and he was you know and he was doing all these things and one time he was in a conversation with me and he got angry at Hashem I remember it was in my car, and he took his yarmulke this over twenty years ago he took his yarmulke he threw it down I hate it and I said I said you're doomed. He's like what. It's like that's the first honest thing I've seen you do in my entire life. If honesty took over, you're in trouble now. I appreciate you a lot. I appreciate you a lot. I want to say, Sonny, and this, I appreciate not what, I don't say what you do for guys, what you do for me. I'm changing, Sonny. Because I want to say, a a Bahram close to went to rehab, and he was there for a month, and he had all the good externals. He was stark. Right. A month in, he was there a month, and I sent him, it wasn't even a specific addiction. I felt he needed to get more honest with his own story and dig in. Mm-hmm. And a month in, he got upset at a kid at the rehab and like really got into a little sechsuch. They got into an argument. And the therapist says, nice to meet you. That's the first time I've seen you. He let his guard down like uh. he... So I agree with you. And I say, I say to you, Sani, that this is not for them. It's for me. It's for us. What... What we're involved in, and if it's called enabling in the external, we're actually very demanding. For those that know, it's love for sure, love and unconditional love, unconditional. There's no but to it. Besides the unconditional love, which we could talk about, it has no buts to it. It doesn't, unconditional love doesn't, there's no but to it. It's not, if you do this, is there, is there, no, unconditional love means unconditional. There's no, there's no but to it. 
besides for that, we're both demanding, and I've learned this from the guys, the demands are in the unconditional love, and it's not totally I'm doing this, but when you are loved, you can actually be courageous to look inside yourself in places and get honest and figure out because you're accepted and you don't have to put on a show for anybody when you're loved unconditionally. Right. And then it allows for real, heavy, good work, like real work, deep work, that, 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 that in a world where you're loved and accepted and not asked to perform, you could actually, it's almost natural then to do this type of work. Right, it happens. It's interesting because the way we split up, I actually talked about a little bit in the speech today that we have these three stages that we talk about, which is, well, I like to put things in very good categories to make it make more sense to me. But, you know, obviously all three stages are happening at the same time, but there's the baby stage, which is like the, the, the gas tank. And then the car is the, you know, is the active stage, the independent stage. And then, that, and then there's the giving back stage. So those are the three stages, but... What? Speaking out at length for every, I want people okay. to hear Okay, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I, I, I think I have, on, well, speaking out at length. So the, the, the marshal that we have, the allegory that we have is that, is that we all have, a self-esteem is made up of, of a gas tank and a car, which is the, the worthiness and competence. Those are the two parts. And everybody is trying to be competent, but if there's no gas in the gas tank, then you, you, you're competent for a week, a month, and then... You just pass out. So the gas tank is is the love tank. That's if I feel if I could feel confident and I could feel like I am loved, I am I am I am being held. I'm being held. Then if I if there's enough of a security blanket of being held around me, then I could drive my car wherever. I could go anywhere. I could, you know I tell the guys you have a Maserati. You have the best car. And what I was saying is that. And I'll go a little bit more into it, but what I was saying is that you don't have to worry so much about the second stage, because that's the part we're not enabling, is that when their tank is full, you're just saying, okay, now you could drive your car. Now let's see what your car does. Oh, you need a little oil change into this, let's work on that, but you don't need much. Car is a great car. So that's been my experience is what happens with a gas tank is trauma and stuff like that happens, it starts to leak. And then you have these empty gas tanks. All addiction and most mental health stuff that I've encountered is all just empty gas tanks. That's what I find is that I need to use this. I need to use watching the internet for 5 million hours a day or I need to use drugs or whatever, any other addictions I have in order to feel loved because all addicts will say they, they, they love what they're doing. I spoke to somebody today and I said, your first love, what was it? My first love was drugs. Like that was the first love. That's so it's love. It's that feeling of love, but it's not real love. It's not really being held. It's you putting it in. So the idea, what you're saying is, what I think you're saying is that we're challenging them to use their car, to use their independence by taking away the problem of the gas tank. We say, well, we'll take this away. I see this in practical ways when you like, you tell parents, hey, stop fighting with your kid. Now he doesn't even have an excuse to be angry. Who's he angry at now? He's messing up. He's messing up. Oh, because my parents were used to treat me bad. They haven't treated you bad in two years. What now? Like what? Oh, it's me. You're being challenged because all the outside forces are like being taken away. Like, don't worry. You're safe. You're comfortable. That's our whole approach here. That's, that's it. But you, the way you're saying, and I love it, is that like where 
we're doing the opposite of enabling by forcing them to look into themselves honestly to do the work. Yeah. By taking away the thing that stops them from doing the work. Yes. Is that what you said? Yes. Okay. Yes. Yes. That's a length. Yeah. 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 I've I've a question. I'm curious in your experiences, Sani. And this is a grapple. I, I don't know if it has an answer. I'm curious. You know, you're, you're a therapist and somebody who's worked a lot with people. And in my own journey, in the start of my career, so the external of the guy being a stark yeshiva bacher, ending up in certain prestigious yeshivas, that was a big focus because I was living in that place of external. Right. Now meeting guys and being blown away and impressed by the work, the struggle. I so appreciate the day-in, day-out struggle, and I talked to the Rebbein by us about this. I don't think as much about the stark yeshiva and the, the product at the end. I actually appreciate the whole journey, the struggle. I celebrate the kid. I'm actually intimidated, impressed with the guy. And I, I'm curious that, that we that almost I have to remind myself that it's okay to think about a product. You have kids, Sani, coming to you, and you, you see a guy struggling. You're like amazed by the guy. He's doing real work, and you can encourage it. There is something called like a product and an end game. As you value the struggle, I wonder if it's hard. We have to, re- I tell the staff, remember, we have to remember, we're allowed to like hope. He looks like us. He becomes a cool guy. He has a beautiful family. I have somebody I'm close to today, just became a chassan, and I'm so proud of what he looks like and his plans. He's going off to Eretz Yisrael to learn. That's not the main thing that hits me is the different struggles. He's been very honest different times. As a machshev and value that and forget about the end product, there could be almost a cost to that because we're allowed to have a certain... And It's interesting. I mean, I, I don't think I see the end product much. And maybe it's because... Maybe it's the rebel in me that I never even saw the end product as the greatest product. Like, it's like, okay. Like, to me, it's like... The, I say to my wife, like, you know, I have kids and they go through struggles. And, they, and, I, and I say to my wife, the, I think the only thing, I, I hope it's not true. The only thing I would be disappointed in my kids if they were unkind to people. Like, if they turned out to be, like, not nice people, like, I would hope I could get over it. You know, like, still love them unconditionally. But, like, it's going to be hard for me to swallow that. Could so, there be a floor, Sani, of... Could it be actually a good thing to still have a picture? That picture, picture I started my career with, that today I struggle to even care about it because I value the... I'm so proud if a kid was miscabbed in the moment. If a kid does something nice, a nice deed, if a kid, if a kid learned for a minute sincerely, I'm like, wow. Right. So, so the, I'm stuck there. <laughs> I know what you're saying. Maybe, I don't know maybe if I... have to make a picture. Maybe it's still... I don't know if you're supposed to have a picture or not. The truth is, maybe we're supposed to have a I'm picture. Confused. I'm confused. Side. It's funny. When we talk about, as the enablers, we talk right. the other side of the coin. The system's busy with the picture. They're busy with the picture. So maybe even us guys, a picture wouldn't be so bad. I don't, and I don't, it wouldn't be a narrow <laughs> picture. But if you put a picture in... Wouldn't the guy pick it up? <laughs> you know what I mean? I grapple with this, Sonny. I it's grapple like, that there is like, 
You're allowed to have an aspiration. And again, like I grab, I really, this is like real stuff. I've become so valuing of the of the deep inner battle. It's hard for me to even say, so what's the picture? The societal norms, he looks stark, she looks so from the real stuff that the person right. but again we we have a tire and mitzvah that we want people to engage I, I i grapple with this i mean, i don't know the answer i was wondering weird yeah i could tell you that i think my dream i talk about being a dreamer today like i think my dream is that the new jew there is no picture of that jew it's just a group of people that could see each other in the struggle. Like they just, that it's not, it's funny. I grew up in a house where that like, we, we were kind of colorblind to a lot of these things. Like we were like, Oh, that guy's wearing this. He's not wearing this. He was like, there was a lot of interesting characters coming through and you kind of judge people on whether they were struggling, whether they were working on themselves, whether, you know, there was, there was, there was a journey happening. Were they better today than last month? Were they better you know, for themselves, were they happier? I don't know. It could be there's a flaw in me that I that I like. I I don't even know if I ever saw it. Just, I don't know. Maybe I never bought it because I myself, my own journey was I went like you know stopped being religious for a period of time, and then I came back. But when I came back, all the stuff people were doing was Narish guy to me. I'm like, so you keep in the mitzvahs? Like, what does a black hat have to do with the mitzvahs? I don't I don't understand what. So I had I had like long flowing hair at the time, and like I mean, Shim should have long flowing hair. Like, why why can't I you know go kill some plishtim with this? You know what I'm saying? Like, what, what's it? Like, I didn't something of value. I think it's my inner rebel. I don't know. So I don't. But maybe that ruins. I don't know. There's I don't some, know. There's, there's something called like tzura and a form that can house and hold the chaymer, the thing. Yeah, and I think you have a tremendous care about the chaymer, about the essence of the thing? Are you God-fearing? Are you fighting? Are you working? There could be a tzura form. Tzura is very, very important. I think the last dur was tremendously about tzura, if I may say, and yeah. you're like at a revolution of chaymer. I think there could be a picture of some outward form that could be such a thing. I tend I think maybe it'll come together, there'll be a form, but it won't look like this. Maybe that's or it will look like all of it. Yeah. I'm not worried. I don't know. It's funny. It doesn't have a dress, even the picture I have, and I I'm grappling with this. I'm 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 like telling you that I'm strong. And what matters most, Rahman Alibaboy, Hashem wants the person who's pushing to serve Hashem, who's loyally and sincerely connected to Tyra and mitzvahs it is connecting in a deep way. I think having some some picture and the picture we can draw it, having some like healthy picture. Now again, understanding the Iker is the is the is the Rahman Alibabai, I think that could be an amount. I, I leave it as an open ended yeah. interesting. It's definitely a journey because I respect today in a much deeper way, that person fighting for the mitzvah, fighting for that honesty. I've like the the guys where we we share people that we're close to, and right. I just sit back. I'm like, wow, you see somebody. I told you, Sani, today that a that a boy I'm close to is sitting in the middle of, at a rehab in a distant place, and he dabbed the Kabbalah Shabbos with sincerity. I'm just 
my Kaval Shabbos does not compare to that. I, I, I was at the Rebbe's Kever a few weeks ago. Mm-hmm. It was the middle of the night. And I went to Davin for something. And it was about one thirty, two in the morning. And we were about, probably I would estimate 15, 20 people were in the Kever, but next to the Kever Davening. And a teenager walks in and he asks for quiet. He looks around, he's there for a little while, and he quiets everybody. We're in the middle of davening. Wow. Like nobody talks, and he says, could everybody be quiet? So he says that, I don't know how to pray, I don't know what the words mean. I don't know, to, I don't know how to pray psalms. Could I ask everybody, my name is Bob and Joe, I don't remember his name or his father's name, but he asked, could I ask everybody here to pray for me? So in my mind, like you, I'm just like, could you pray for me? <laughs> this guy, this pure soul, like, Sincerity, sincerity. Could you pray for me? Like he, I'm like the beer. Like just take right. my beer, take my jacket, take like this pure soul who just sees people talking to God and wants it. That's like that's precious. Now I'm not promoting people not knowing how to read. Right. <laughs> I'm promoting the sincerity that that kid had when we know how to read. Right. So that. that so we could we could push it surah in a form, but I want everybody to have the sincerity of that kid. One thirty more said, guys, I don't know how to read this. Could you pray to God for me? The sincerity, the hum- humility, the realness of that kid. That's what I'm moved right. by. Even though I'm moved by that, and not even though with that, I have a picture of success. I want guys to know shas. <laughs> But with that sincerity, with that, and that what I value most is that sincerity. So it's almost funny, Sani, you're pushing people to know Shas. Right. And then you're blown away by that kid. So what are you telling? Just forget Shas and be sincere? No. Well, I'm going to tell you that I, I think I'm, I'm really thinking about this while you're talking to me. And I realize that my struggle is when a guy... Looks exactly, meaning like he goes and he puts on all the stuff. And then I still have to know that in there is not just the Tura. It's, he's got the panemius of what we were dealing with. Like I, in my thing, I see a guy, he got all stark down. Like, did he stop? Did he st- is he one of them again? Like what? what? How many so kids, a little bit. <laughs> how many kids, Sonny, do both of us have to hold back? They're ready to stark out and say, stop. I'm not letting you get away with that. I want you stark, but you're not you're not running over your own traumas, your own insecurities. It's gonna also with the panemia stick away because there's damage, the damage to your wife, to your kids. It's not gonna perpetuate also. You're gonna pay, you can't you have to the tools you need. So many youngsters, that's that's where we're enablers, not just we're not just That's enablers. Ridiculous. We're we're making the kid not go forward in a certain way. If we feel he's if it's too on fast, nothing. yeah, you have this. You probably have much more of an issue issue with this because I I don't look the part. I don't know how to like. I wear a funny yarmulke. Like so, they don't think that I want them to be starked out. I can imagine if I looked. More like, you know, like a like someone in the yeshiva system, like they were like, are you happy now, Rebbe? Like they're going back to, they're going back to conditional love. They think that they need to do that. You say, I don't know, you're not there. You're, but, I, but there's a lot of... Can I tell you a funny yes. story, Sonny? Yeah. A kid who knows me, who understands a lot of what we're talking now. A lot. So a kid said, Rebbe, I stopped listening to secular music. 
Now he knows he's not getting much from me for that. Right. Okay. Right. I'm, music doesn't have a yarmulke. There's stuff that passes for Jewish that I don't consider inspirational. <laughs> There's stuff I don't. You know, it's complicated. So he. So, but he said it to me. I was wondering. That's I was like I frummed out. So he said, Rabbi, I know what you're thinking. And he said, I want to explain. He said, a lot of the music is not talking to me anymore. Oh, and I uh, gave him a big hug. He was, he was saying, he wasn't, it wasn't this, uh, I from out. He was talking where he's at, what energizes him, what he relates to, like panemiastic of things. So if that's changing, well, that's like, now again, there's external ways of growing that you could stop listening to music. That's nice. That's good, you know, could be good not to listen to, it is good not to listen to songs that are appropriate, for sure is good. Right. But he said, I know you demand from me, Pneumius, he was saying that I'm, I'm so getting so places inside certain music, I don't feel that's Pneumius thick. Right. That well, might- I love it that he knows that that's not going to do it for you. <laughs> To me, that's because I think I've seen a lot of people like trying to make the Rabbeim happy, like proud. Yeah, they, yeah. They're playing it again. They're playing the same game, and very um, dangerous. Very, very dangerous. The, uh, we're both like dealing with the dangers of the good boy game, being a good boy, fitting in, doing the from thing, right? And that's wonderful. But we're both going to try to hold accountable to being true to oneself, to digging in. I'm 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 not the front lines of this game. I've been impacted by guys. To be more honest with myself, I'm getting there, and I'm and I'm appreciative of that whole. If we name this movement, it's a panemiastica movement. Yeah, it's really the, the word honesty, sincerity, authenticity. Serve Hashem honestly. That would like be the name of of this movement that we're both into and part of. Yeah, I will say. I uh, go back to the to the tank again. We have like a, it took a long time for me to figure this one out, but, and it's really related to what you're saying, is that the tank is leaking, right? And it's, so we have to do two things. One is patch the tank. And the other one is to refill it. So what I found, and you were kind of alluding to it, is that some people are loving the filling. They, the way to patch the tank I'm jumbling the words, but the way to patch the tank has to come with a challenge. They have to do something that's wrong and you have to pass the test. It can't, you can't patch a tank by just saying, okay, it's patched. Just keep filling me with love. It has to, it has to be a test. Like the staff here, we have a couple of staff here right now. Mendel knows they, if, if they're doing something that bothers you, you now are in, you're in, you're in, the hot seat. Are you going to pass this test or not? I mean, part of the growth has to be that they have to be bad. That's something that, that people don't get. And some people want to skip that. And they fill themselves up with, oh, this Rebbe filled me up and I, I'm great on this. I got all this. But, but they forgot to make trouble. You, you were saying the mechutzah thing. You have to, the, uh, you have to, okay. So I think we, uh, you think we got the enabling thing down? I don't know. I think we're pretty good. I think we got it's the enabling a long thing. but I think we've we've done pretty well with that. Amazing. I, I I'm I'm personally so excited because there's so few people. Um, I mean, you're a t- totally different league than me, but I'm saying there's so few people that have been doing this as long as 
as I have, and like want, I want to sit down and schmooze. So a little bit more personal, and you tell me if you don't want to. Um, this has taken out most people. Like I say, I was talking about it before. Like most people I know that have do, like dove in deep into this topic of like really dealing with struggling people that are like really like you know challenging and all this stuff we're talking about. Most of them go like they leave. They go to real estate, this or or a lot of them snap and end up in rehabs. And they go, I'm gonna need to. Yeah, I want to call I them talk out. About this. I love this. Side. But how? So I I need to know from other people because I gotta tell you I struggle a tremendous amount with this, and there's many times where I want to pick up and leave, and everybody gets all nervous. You're like, oh, don't go. Um, but like you know, it's it's sometimes daunting this task. How how are you dealing? with this topic. I love Mendel, this question, longevity. Longevity is a very, very important question. How to stay fresh and into it. And it's a question anybody in any area of Chinuch has to ask, what's the shelf life of a good Rebbe? Is it five years, 10 years, 15? And both of us, Baruch Hashem. And I, I we should be, be shelved. Sure. So you say you're not me, you're very panemius. I, 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 I have a better custom than you, yeah. Sani, but... I'm, I'm working to get to those panemistic places. But when you ask, I want to speak about a trick to longevity. And what I think, I think, Baruch Hashem, I've been doing this a long time. I feel like a rookie. I feel like I could do it a long, long time. And I want to explain why. And I want, I want you to hear this, Mendel. I think it's true. If it's a very external thing, the, the, the path that I started on, I don't think you could last very long fresh. It wears out. To you see, like, why isn't that guy behaving? Get him. It's geschmack to learn. And, like, get that? That's a very short shelf life. I'd like to give the following analogy. I want to, I'm going to talk from marriage, Sani. The trick to being a fresh marriage, we have a lot to ourselves. We can uncover more and more. The trick to a fresh marriage is your wife should be a mystery to you. People think that married, I'm married, Baruch Hashem, 27 years. My wife has new areas of greatness I discover all the time. As we have our kids reach new stages, I see new things. We tend to put people in a box and we think, she's doing this, I know her already, her again. You think like people, people are huge and can uncover, I, I have, of, the, of Dan Kalish, I've uncovered but a, fraction of who I am. The guys have helped me dig in and get like, we're endless. We're, 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 we're a soul. It's There's endless levels to us. The trick of a fresh marriage is to know you'll discover new situations, things in your way. Don't think you know her. You don't. It's foolish to think you know her. You have an electric marriage. It's not just put in the box or she's doing that. That's what she does. New things, new kaiches. Each situation, our children, our family comes into new things. My wife, I have become a chassid My wife married a litvish, a musser guy. I am totally <laughs> new and only starting to uncover and uncover and uncover in myself and seeing it in her. And marriage stays fresh. What, what am I going to find in her? What's she going to see in me? You're fresh. You're good to go. In Chinuch, 
if you're really not, we're not like finished. Each new guy is a new, is uncovering new madragas, new, and the journey is real and figuring out and pressing, getting in touch with the deepest things. There's not same, same of put on the hat, put on the jacket, finish this. Baba Kama stays the same, but the Yid and his attachment to Baba Kama is like a new journey, a new Kiddush This is real, authentic. And in his journey, I uncover new things in me. I only found parts of me because of the guys, because of guys I'm close to. So, so there's something fresh and new. And and uh, when the journey is in the pneumatic journey that I've come to learn. It's not so easy to get that tired out. It's a, it's a, it's a, it's adventurous. I worry, will I have the energy and strength to like, to like engage in a live, wild, deep journey of digging in? So I just want, I want to keep, keep the energy up that I could like, but it, but, but it's energizing the internal world. Discoveries are all over the place, new, nuanced, unique. So it's not just that if it if it's the external journey. If if you had Sani, as guys come to to your to to your beautiful environment, and it was just an external, get him a job, this and this. Right. So then, okay, how long can you do that for? I've done this, been there. There's no been there, done there in the in this journey in this deep, profound journey of each guy. The guy I'm thinking, guys, we share closest to. It's an adventure. It's each new, one is a full and it's a world. world that we don't know about. And like we're here to like understand. And it's like so to get tired out. I, I don't. I look. It's not a chiddush. We both of us are done this a long time and feel fresh about it. Is do you feel like I got it already? I know it. I've seen it. <laughs> well, already. it's interesting because it, it's something. Every once in a while, I feel a little embarrassed, but you're telling me something. It's very, very exciting for me because, you know, we sit in a staff meeting and we talk about a new topic of a guy. Now, I've been around forever, forever. Like I started in 99, just to give it, it's like I've seen everything, right? All the time, like, I don't know. And and it was, the staff was like, but, but we're looking to you for an answer. And I'm yeah. like, oh, this is whack. I ne- I never seen that before. Yeah. <laughs> and like, it happens once in a while. And I, I, I got to sit that. and think about it. I know I'm supposed to be the guru, like, like just flipping out answers. Here you go, here you go. And like, and sometimes I'm just like, mind blown. <laughs> I, I need to sleep on this. I got to talk to people. Principle, Sani, like you were describing the three stages and the principles we have might be somewhat stagnant. Someone, even that, there's some endless nuance to the, that we've discovered. Right. So, so it's, I, I give a Musservad, Sani, every day. Now, it's not really a normal thing to do. Every day, Musser, it's called Musser. Right. The truth is, I just share what I'm discovering by the minute, by the second. I'm trying to like, I, the Musser belongs, I'm close to guys. It's Johnny, it's Nafti, it's Daniel. It's, it's the, it belongs to them. And I just share things that I'm opened up to and opening up to and trying to like share that with the world. I'm really like literally broadcasting worlds that people are showing me 
and, and trying to like put some words to it. And so we have some principles that we could say at staff meetings. If you ever discuss names of guys, forget all the principles. The principles kind of. I had a professor who said to me, he said, learn everything and forget it all. Now you're with a person. I was one of the best advice I ever got. He just he's like, just forget, but learn it all. Like have all the good theories and the philosophies and like stick it in and then forget it all. So you say after all these years, you still have a sense of mystery where you, you're discovering. That's exactly more. More of me. And I know I'm feeling this with my wife all the time. <laughs> so it keeps life is so if somebody ever feels my marriage we're together so many years that I can't believe how silly a person is you haven't met your wife yet to think a guy's married 27 years as I know her does he doesn't understand you convinced me to go on more dates I, I need to of course I need to discover we this woman situations like our kids the unique situations Hashem's give us you're like when did you do that. When did you become that? Your kids get different ages and stages and different. When did that happen? When did you and we chop things and become things and allow for mystery? Allow her to like shock you who she is. So this is true in chenach. In chenach, if you're just like an external thing, it's boring and done. Right. If you're allowing to discover new parts of you and you interested in discovering deep things in people. I'm thinking of a Bachar who you're close to and advice you gave him, Sani, that there's a guy I'm thinking of right now. I wish we could, like, there's a podcast and we're both, I, I have forgotten it's a podcast for a while. Okay, right, right. But, but like, I, if it wasn't, if we didn't have a mic here, if, I would, like, say his name. Not that I talk, but we both yeah, yeah, share yeah. a love of this guy. Advice you gave him shocked me. You were so with him. You like got him. You saw him. You understood him. When we're with somebody, allow ourselves to be with somebody, we get new understandings of him, of ourself, of life, of Hashem. It goes back to the enabling sugya. Much of what we're doing is not a shita. So it's, how did Kalish, I have no shitas. Like, forget shitas. I'm trying me to find Hashem. And I'm trying to help somebody else find Hashem. It's much less deep shitas than what works. I'm just seeing what works, how we can find Hashem. Well, how do you ever write? I just want to find Hashem. I want to help him find Shlemus. And then when you're like honest like that and real like that, you discover and uncover and find. And you have a siyat of the Shema, even sometimes to give good eitzes. But I, what, what drew me here to this room now and seeing the guys that you work with in an honest way, Sani, you're open to guys. You're open to their struggles. You're open to like learn and understand. And then new advice comes. Like you said, we have like plans. But then one said, right. what's he going through? What's happening? What, this is like a new type of chaos. And then we discover Hashem and a path and a way. And we try to like share and help as much as we can towards the right way. Right. Well, I actually think it's not a test if you've seen it before. You know what I'm saying? Like, well, I was talking back to tests. But how much does that come in? I know I had a, I had a rubber by Herbs. He said that if you want to continue in this field, you have to wake up in the morning and learn, and you have to, the last thing you do at night is learn. And I can't say I do that. But <laughs> I, I, would, I guess I would like to. Uh, Mike, pull the mic down a little. He's saying, Thank you. covering your face. Um how much does it come into play the passion of 
of the fact that this is a mission for Hashem. Yeah. The, the mission for Hashem is good. What I want to read, what you said, your Rebbe said, and I, I would like to learn more myself. Yeah. I say I wake up and learn and go to sleep and learn, and I have to be mechazek. I want to say, and to re-say, and this is something I know you do do, and I'm not, I want to do more limerataira, but I say that you have to be open to your own story. If you're close to your own story, you're done. In this, in this work, in this, to stay fresh and fiery, you have to be discovering new parts of self. And in this course of meeting new people, it brings that out, new understandings, new... So the, the, when you say learn in the morning, learn at night, I would say the willingness to grow yourself. Right. If we're stale and stagnant... So, but I, I think in this adventure, we grow, we learn, we have new understanding, new chazal open up, new, new worlds open up to us all the time. So, well, I got to tell you that one of the things that's happened, which has been very difficult for me, is recognizing how incredibly average I am as it goes. Meaning I used to think I was really something special, <laughs> really thought I was like the bee's knees of the old days, you know, and like... There is not a thing that the guys are struggling with. When I look a little bit deeper, I'm like, oh, I'm also struggling with it. But it's constant, and it's almost like, I wonder if it's some reason give up, people give up because of that. There's, there is literally no way to not be introspective when you're so deep in this. I, 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 maybe there is a way, but not for me. So I, I think that's what you're saying. I don't know if you have the same experience, is that I feel so average. I, I, I almost like I tell my wife, I'm just like, I'm just like, I'm just a regular guy. I, I have an Sahara to say things, to say it pretty, to look positive. Yeah. I have such a Sahara, Sani. So I'm going to say it too pretty. And, and this is a grapple, but I'm going to say it nice. You'll hold me to like that, that I also see how average I am. And, and part of this journey is seeing how human and not being afraid of being very human. Very. I discover when a guy say things like you describe, I relate to that a lot. Guys say something, you're supposed to say, I can't believe you're struggling. You're like, I also like <laughs> I relate to that a lot. So I discovered my humanness and I want to say that I love it. I love it. It's so good to be human and every human is precious. Now, when you look at a guy, son, and you're like, he's human, you're amazed by him. He's, wow. Right. So our humanness, yeah, the answer is yes. And, and we learn our humanness, and boy, are we human. And each guy, we deal with a population that's probably the most honest population in the world. So we are told off probably more than most people. You think like we're both yeah. big, big in our fields. We're told off a lot. I've been told, I'm told off a lot, a lot, a lot, yeah. a lot, a lot. And I love, you know, I am told of guys are saying, Kalis, you're human, and I love you for it. And I started to love me for, I love being human. So we're frail and human, and it's beautiful. It's beautiful. Oh, you see the beauty. I sometimes see the beauty. Sometimes I'm like, I, I talk, I talk, it's I, enough. Yeah. Why can't I be a legend already? <laughs> it's so good to be human. It's so good to be human, to be frail, to be insecure. It's good to be human. It is interesting because the people who challenge me the most are the people in the program. Meaning the people, there's a guy here who says, literally the other day rattled off 50 problems with the program, like to my face. And I'm like, ouch, 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 stop, stop. And I'm like, okay, all right, I'll just take it at this point.
That's, get very in touch with our humanness and what we do, and we learn to love it. We learn to appreciate Hashem made me, and Hashem loves me with all my humanness, because not despite, because of my humanness. One of my favorite prayers in the world, and I picture my Rebbe, I daven with him, Yom Kippur, many, many years, he should have for Shlema, and my Rebbe, say, I, I stand in front of him when I pray this, and Yom Kippur, there's a prayer that contrasts the angels to the human beings, describes like the fiery, the heavenly angels, and the frail human. And Hashem says, Avisa, Sihila, I want the prayer of the frail human. And they, we're very in touch with our humanness, very. I, you know, I also, my Rebbe told me to learn in morning, learn at night, and I do not learn enough Torah. And I want to learn more Torah, but I'm frail and struggle and work to learn more and to engage more with all the business that we have. And in the frailty, in the frailty of, um, of all our insecurity, all our weakness, not doing enough of this and enough of that, I think we're amazing people. I think human beings, Hashem loves us, and I appreciate the sincere, the time that I do get to learn. My son asked me, Sani, that you used to be a coil guy and learn a lot of hours. And today, you don't learn so much. He said, how does that feel? <laughs> My son asked me. Thank you, son. <laughs> That's nice. Kids are honest. <laughs> and the answer is that I, that I have a deeper relationship. When I, I want to do it more. When I learn one Pasuk, it means more to me than ever. And I value that a lot. My relationship to Torah is deeper. It matters to me. And a lot, that I attribute to the guys. I owe that to the guys. I owe that to the world we're both part of, the honesty. So I want to I be the guy who davens hard. If I had a closing line to this conversation, Sani, I want to be able to, I, I don't promote that youngster who walked in who couldn't read. I want to know how to read. And, read a, and I want to read a lot, but I want the sincerity of that kid who said, I can't read this. Could you all pray for me? So I think we've discovered from, and this is a journey we'll stay on. Let's stay in it together a long time. There's a custodian by us. Remind me your first name? Mendel. Mendel, there's a custodian by us who's been there 25 years. And 20 years in, we both had done it for 20 years, and I appreciate it. His name's Alan, and he's a guy who really likes the yeshiva. He's been through his own struggles. He probably should speak to Sani, and he lives in the inner city, but he cares about the yeshiva and likes the yeshiva. And Alan and I made a pact. After 20 years, we said, let's do another 20, then we'll talk again, but let's commit to another 20. Two years later, he got deathly ill, and when I davened for him, I told, I asked Hashem that me and Alan committed to 20 more years, let him, that he just is in remission a week, about two weeks ago. Wow. Alan's in remission. We committed to him. As I say to Sani also, <laughs> that let's stay young, let's stay at this. Let's Another discover. quarter century. <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's do it long. We both started around the same time. We've been very, without sitting down, it's not like we've had this wild. chance to sit down. We'll sit down without mics too. But we both started at similar times. Literally, I came to Waterbury about a year and a half after you started. And we've, we've, we've crossed paths through, through people we both love, who've right. both interact with crossed paths. And what you're doing, I appreciate tremendously what you're doing. It's meant for everybody, Sonny. It's meant for me, for you, for our families. It, if people say they don't want to do our line of work, is it going to affect your kids? And I say to anybody out there, it's going to affect your kids. 
So be very careful. They're going to be honest too. And it should be Hashem's yes. will. It should affect me and you continue our work to affect our families and our grandchildren. Let's do it another quarter century longer and then we'll sit down again and clarify we'll, we'll, we'll keep going. We'll, we'll, we'll figure it out. I did come up with a new line. Then I'm going to ask the last question because you, you have to head out. Um, the line, I, I decided to coin a new phrase called Helper fatigue, which there is a line that goes, uh, I think, empathy fatigue. Is it empathy fatigue? What is it? You know. Anyway, when I when I started getting upset that people would say the word burnout because it sounds like it's my fault. I say if I am if I'm with all these people and all their suffering all the time, I'm gonna feel tired sometimes. Sure. Like there was no like I had to take away the like what are you doing? Are you talking to your supervisor enough? Are you doing this and you know, like all that. I do want to say, I want to say thank you because you started this conversation with your, you're a therapist and you're also someone who spends a lot of time with people. And I thought that I, that was a great way to describe me. Like it's, it's two different things, um, which I love. Uh, the other thing I want to ask you, as I ask everybody is, well, two questions. One question I don't ask everybody, but I, I thought of this question. What's the question that you contemplate? Like that's bothering you that I didn't ask. Is there a, is there a question that like I'm just not like I just didn't get it? Like what's the what's the question that was keeping you up at night? I was that's a question. I don't know if <laughs> that's a fair. Two on the spot. No, no, that's a fair. Question. I I'll, I'll be honest, Sonny. The question I we we engaged in about the picture with the journey. Yeah, is, is the real question that keeps me up. Honestly, not just saying it. I, okay, I told okay. you before we met today, I told you it was something I wanted to talk to you about. I put it out there. I didn't expect us like get an answer. It keeps me up at night. Yes. That, that like balancing those two things that keeps me up at night. We could talk about that longer. I think both of us like the hits. Yeah, we didn't there. have an answer, which I like. The question was good enough. Sometimes good enough to just sit with a question. Maybe there'll be an answer. It's interesting. We came, you describe coming from the place of internal and you like describe like thinking, hey, is there like an external picture? Is there about it? That's limiting. I get turned off from, and I came from the place of more external to finding the internal and being enthralled by it. So we're coming from different angles of the question but I do get up, I do get, you know, that keeps me up, that wondering about that. It's in a personal sense. Even you talk about external goals of how many hours. My Rebbe said, learn in the morning, at night. Right. And I'm describing, I like when I learn that it means something to me. But it's also good to hold like three hours, say there's right. some, like grappling there. Is a, that, that keeps me up. So that's valid. So that, that was something really to discuss. Right. I did. I do want to make one clarification. I think the point was he was saying is that if you don't focus on Hashem in the morning, focus on Hashem in the at evening, you forget you're a vessel for Hashem. Well said. That that was interesting. And I think I've forgotten, but I'm trying to remember. We'll see. <laughs> the, well, that part has to be with us. I wanted something you mentioned, Sani, in passing about self-care. So taking care of oneself when anybody talks about longevity, they'll say self-care. That's changed what it means to me. Because the external version of that is make sure you take your vacations. And and that that's true. Self-care is important. I'd say being present in your own life. Everything we're doing is being present. Being present means sometimes I'm tired. Sometimes I'm down. Sometimes I don't have the strength. 
to do what we're doing, being present to myself. I can't be present for you if I'm not present. So being present, part of being present is not having strength one day, is being tired, being sad. That, of course, for longevity. So self-care deeper yet, be present to yourself to be present for others. Show up for yourself, show up for others. We can keep going a lot, lot. We have a lot of energy in us. Be present to yourself, be present. If teaching is just an external act, and you don't have to be present for them, you don't have to be present to yourself, you burn out. Then there's burnout. Right. If you're present to your own self, who you are, what's happening inside, so you could show up for other people, you can go a long time with a lot of energy. Wow. I'm, I'm like being very, very inspired because I like, I like hearing from someone else. I need to know the answers. <laughs> okay, this podcast is mainly for me, um, this particular one. Uh, I promised one last question, but I have another one. <laughs> the question that I grapple with a lot myself, and I think probably is that I make deep, deep connections with many, many, many people, and I don't know how to stay in touch. And it's a very practical, I don't know if it's practical. I don't know how to tell them I still care about them when and I've gotten people, like a lot of people have gotten upset. Like, honestly, you didn't tell me you love me today. Like, and, 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 and it, I, it's, it's become to a place where if I, let's say, let's say, you know, some people call everybody on Friday type of thing. I would call all week, all week, just hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of people. If I told everybody I cared about them and it's impossible. So, I mean, I, I'm assuming that you may struggle with something similar to this. I'm curious how you deal with that. I want, I want to say to that, Sonny, that all of us, and I, I have to do a better job being more in touch. I'm terrible with my phone and being more in touch. The care is real. And then I just have to be a present person, present for me, present for others. I, I have a tendency of people pleasing. If my calls are made, I'll rip out my phone and say, oh, I better call like he's going to be mad at me. That's not being present. So I look at the list and look at the... I have to be present. When we're present to ourselves and present for others, people understand us. They know we're human. They know we only have X amount of time. But I'm going to be as present to me. My family comes first. My wife first. My kids first. My order of my life. My wife and kids first. Right. Everybody I'm involved in, the yeshiva, that whole community, second, me last. That's my order. I don't, when I say me last, it's not like uh, we have to be present to ourselves, but I... I do feel like the missions matter to me. I could put those things before me. I don't mind that. Right. I'm capable of doing what I need when I need. As long as you're in the list. Yeah, yeah, right. You want to be in the list. Well, you better be on the list. <laughs> right. That's real. That's real. I've be. had years where I was not on the list. Right, that's for sure. We have to be on the list. That's not being present to me. And then when I'm present to me, not coming from a people-pleasing place, because when I'm, that's a bad zone that I, and I've learned how to battle that zone of people-pleasing. Somebody's going to be mad, still be mad. They'll be mad, but I still love them, and I'll still be close. But if I could be as present to all the people, present to myself, present to my wife and children, and then present as I could be for everybody, for anybody that we know, I think it's dangerous pressures of keeping up, of making sure I'll be as present as I can, as much as I can. I don't want it to come from a people-pleasing place. I don't think that's a healthy place. The fact that we have many people we want to keep up with, 
it will come out that when you see somebody and you give the chizik that you give, the person will chap that you've wanted to quote more. It comes out because it's true. And it's not from a place of beating oneself up. It's not when, I, when somebody says, I can't believe you haven't called me in three weeks. Maybe they're right. Now maybe I have to try harder. Right. But usually they could see that, you know, he really likes me. I don't have to prove it. When I go to Eretz Yisrael, Sanis, we have hundreds of alumni there. I always on the plane go through the camp, the thoughts. I really like the guys. I respect the guys. So it's not a heavy, like overwhelming pressure to be this for him. Maybe we right. really like each other. We just really do. And just like take comfort in that and then try our best to be as present as we could be. So because you have a heart and care for the community tremendously to calmly with, with, with that, that's how I see it. It's amazing. I mean, because, yeah, Yeshiva's pretty big at this point. It's like it's getting, besides for all other people. Um, So here's the last question. The last question is what's like, and I'm sure there's many, but what is like the message, to like your rooftop message to the world? Like if someone needs to hear, like what does the world need to hear right now? Don't be afraid to be honest. Don't Don't be afraid to be human. Don't be afraid to be lonely. Don't be afraid to be insecure. David HaMelech, Klai Yisrael's all saying tell him in a situation we're in as a people. David was the loneliest. David HaMelech, all the feelings, they're all places don't be afraid of. Acknowledge to a friend. Acknowledge to yourself, most importantly. That's, that, that, those would be the words. This, if we were speaking for the people we're close to, Sani, I ask you, if you would say the deepest message. Now, we speak a lot about connection and community because only in that place of honesty, two humans connect beautifully. Two like heroes, two like perfect people are just, nobody, there's no friendship there. There's no closeness. Two humans, frail, humans who don't return calls enough, humans who forget and are late to things. Two human beings, frail humans connect deeply. So I, that my main rooftop message would be: be honest. Don't be afraid of it, of, of imperfection. What would be your message? <laughs> I have, yeah, I think about this actually because I asked this question, but no one's turned it on me yet. So uh, I was like, because I keep thinking, what is my message? Um, you said something today that that like feels like it should be my new message, which is stay curious. Because I didn't have the word for that, but it was like. It's not, I mean, I, I wouldn't have said this word before this message, but before, before this podcast, but I think the purpose, my message is I think the purpose is to find love in every other person. Like, find it, it's there, find that love. And then magic happens. Like, it's just, and I see some people come to me and they talk about that marriage. And I'm like, find it. Find it's there. And then you're going to be curious and you're going to make, and then magic. I see magic. But love is the. Your love to them. To them. Like, it's, you know, there's something in this person that, that you will love more than anything no matter how dirty, smelly, this, whatever, like whatever, he's like bothering you. Try to find it. It may take 10 years. It may take, but like try I like the word curious because that almost feels like really hopeful. There are some people that you can't, but I would say start with the people that are closest to you, like, and 
find it. Find that love and like cling on to it. I think I have many other messages, but that seems like to that. be. I like that. It's, what what I'm seeing here in our village, even more than our place, which I spent so many years, is is like like I could write a Harry Potter book about this place. It's magic. Like I had a guy come in, we're like, there's no way. There's no way. He's gonna be dead next week. Like there's no way. Like, and then we just see magic. Like, and it's happening because of love. Like it is just magic. So I, I don't know. I feel like if we were able to like, um, I, I, that's why I can't look at the news and stuff like that because it's like I I I immediately fall apart. I, I love all these people. I don't know who they are. They're somewhere somewhere. So it, it, my <laughs> I'm overflowing. Um, but find the love, make community. That would be my main message. And I could tell you from my own personal thing is that the reason I think I'm pushing so hard for this is that. I've had such a hard time accepting love and like, and having my own community. And lately my wife has been reminding me like, it's you who needs it. Like it's, you're pushing it, but it's you. It's, it's you. I love that journey of pushing. It's me. I love that. It's, it's you, it's you. And I'm just like, I, and I want to just curl up and cry and like have someone hold me. And I want to challenge somebody and they, and they, and they beat my challenge. I want to be gross and somebody's like, I still love you. Like, that's what I want to do. And and it's happening in real time. And the more normal I get, the the, the more scary this is to me. It's it's a terrible. What I am scared of is 25 more years of this. I'm scared of how vulnerable am I going to get? How bad is this going to get? <laughs> okay. I don't know if that's a good way to where end. this is going. This was, this, this, I, this, exactly. When I say where it's going, I mean the next 25 years. Hashem should give us both another quarter century. Really should give you the, the, the strength to keep going. And let's just keep at it. So thank Amen. you, Sonny. Thank you. Really amazing sitting down with you. Thank you so much for coming. Thank you for this day that I've been given. Thank you, thank you, thank you for this chance, thank you for this chance to live anew.